0: Welcome to another episode of Mike's Money Picks. Got a very special episode coming your way today. This is our mock draft episode. So I got my two good friends, Zach and Marcus, known them since high school, great fantasy football players, great guys to hang around. I got them to come over and record this podcast live. There's only three of us, so we each drafted two teams apiece and made it a 16 PPR mock draft. We end up going eight rounds, so we all will take a quarterback and a tight end, and we're using PPR scoring. Um, but pretty much that is how the mock draft went, and this is the finished product. It's a little bit of a longer episode, so I'm not going to talk it to death. I'm going to go ahead and get us into the action. All right, I am here with Zach and Marcus, and we have used a online randomizer to set the draft order. Zach has the first overall pick. I will be going second. Marcus will be going third. Marcus also has a back-to-back with pick four, then Zach back at five, and then me back at six. And then we'll snake it back to the first pick in round two. All right, Zach, pick 1.01. Who you got?
1: All right, my first pick, I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. I think it's the obvious first pick. Uh, Second in the league last year in touches. 40 more red zone attempts than any other running back. Okay,
0: solid choice. That would have been mine if you didn't take him. Uh, Pick number two overall, I am going to be taking Christian McCaffrey. So my whole deal with Christian McCaffrey is he's been the number one pick like unanimously in fantasy the past two seasons. And the only concern anybody could have with him is injuries. And I don't think that they are lingering injuries. I think that they're stuff that he's been able to recover from. I think that the quarterback play is going to be improved in Carolina this year. So, uh, Christian McCaffrey, number two overall. All right, Marcus, pick one three. Who you got? All right, quick question. Can we make trades?
2: Is that against the rules? Um, what are you trying to make a trade for already? All right, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's all say right. no trades. All right, well, I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. He uh, led the points per game last year, and I think the loss of A.J. Brown, they're just going to run the ball a lot more. So, I'm definitely going to go with Derrick Henry here. All right, Marcus, you got the back to back. So
0: remember, we all have two teams. So this is your second team. This team does not have Derrick Henry on the
2: roster. This is your second first pick. Who you got? I'm going to go with Cooper Cup here. You know, he set records last year and everything, and I think he's going to continue to be a beast. And I just see him doing the same thing he did last year. So so I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. You think he's going to repeat his receiver one? I think he will. I do do, too. I do too. Yeah. All right,
1: pick number five. Heading over to you, Zach really thought he was going to go Eckler there. So that changes what I was thinking here. But I'm going to go Austin Eckler now. Uh, he led all the running backs in targets, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. And I think they're going to be a really good team this year. So I'm going to go with Austin Eckler.
0: Okay. Um, then That makes me very happy with my second team's first choice. I am going to very quickly take Justin Jefferson. Uh, you know, he finished as receiver four last season. I think that when you look at Minnesota getting Kevin O'Connell as the head coach, I think that they're going to be a more pass-happy offense. And so if you're looking at a guy who was receiver for last year, he got an insane amount of targets, insane amount of air yards going his way. Uh, I just really like the opportunity to get him here at six and snag him as the first pick for this team. So now with it being a snake draft, it's going to come back to me. So with my team two, with Justin Jefferson in tow, I'm going to be adding Najee Harris onto that as well. Uh, He was first in the league last year in touches. And while I don't necessarily think that part is sustainable, I think that Pittsburgh is going to have an improved offense this year, whether it ends up being Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. I think either of those two are better than retirement home Big Ben. Um, So I just see Harris with increased opportunities, and I think he will still see a huge workload. There's nobody there competing for carries. Um, So I will confidently take Najee Harris with my second round pick. All right, Zach, coming back to you, this is with your second team with Austin Eckler in round one. Who you got in round
1: two? Uh, I'm going to skip over a few people on the ESPN big board here, and I'm going to go with Joe Mixon. Okay. They made some improvements to the offensive line. I feel like this could be a big year for him. He faced 44 run stuffs last, stuff runs last season, which was six in the league, so I feel like he could have a very improved year with that better offensive line. I do like that. So Mixon
0: over Chase because yes. the O-line. I like it. I like it. All right, Marcus, over to you. Your first team, or your second team, first overall pick was Cooper Cup. So, who are you adding to this roster?
2: I'm going to add Chase. I'm sort of surprised that he failed me to be <laughs> honest. I mean, you know, he led the league in drop passes last year, but I think he's going to be getting better this year. And I think Joe Burrow is going to be getting better, so I think they're going to go keep throwing the ball deep. And I just like Chase. I'm sort of surprised that he went Mixon there.
1: I think Mixon's, Mixon's going to have a better year. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of down on Chase. I passed on him as well for Najee. I think he had a really big touchdown share last year. I think if you take away a few of those touchdowns. Plus, I also think the fluke Week 16 performance, which, which cost me two championships. <laughs> I didn't have him on my team. So, I think if you take that Week 16 performance away, I think he had a very average season. But, um, but yeah, he did follow you here at pick nine. I definitely don't think that's a bad selection at the value you got him at. I think I got good value, to be honest. Yeah. All right, so now we are back to Marcus's first team, which took Derrick Henry in round one. Marcus, who are you adding to this team?
2: Well, first, I'm going to skip over Dalvin Cook. I'm just I'm not a fan. I never have been. Even though I'm a Vikings fan, I'm just not a fan of him. So I'm going to go with Fournette here, and I'm picking Fournette because I don't think they're going to throw the ball as much with Tom Brady this year. I mean... Yeah, first in the league in pass attempts last season. I just don't see it again unless he's going to fall apart. I don't know. But... um. So they got the new head coach Todd Bowles there, and then I also think left which is going to lean a lot more on Fournette this year, just because of Tom Brady's age, and I don't think he can do another fifty passes a game year. So I'm definitely going to go with Fournette here.
0: Yeah, we we never seen a forty five year old quarterback in the NFL, so we don't really know what to expect out of Brady this season. So definitely. Good value on Fournette there. Yeah. All right.
2: There's definitely going to be a cliff at some point for Tom Brady. Yeah,
0: with yeah. every other quarterback, there's a cliff. It hit Peyton, it hit Breeze, it hit Ben, and it's just a matter of time until Brady falls off it as well. Yeah. All right, now overall pick 11. Back to my first team, which took Christian McCaffrey in round one. and. I can't believe y'all are making me do this, but I'm actually going to take Dalvin Cook. (laughs) Um, You know, I've been on the record for not being a big Dalvin Cook fan with guys drafting him in the first round or, like, as their cornerstone first-round pick in fantasy drafts. But I kind of like the value I'm getting here at 11 with him. Uh, I I think he definitely has top five running back upside. However, he also has, like, running back 30 downside. Um, you never know when he's going to be injured. He's, he's never played more than 14 games in a season. You don't know what the new offense is going to look like with Kevin O'Connell. But, like I said, I'm trusting the talent in Dalvin Cook here at pick 11. I don't think I would like him at 7, where a lot of places have him at. But I'll take him here at 11, and I'll roll the dice. And if we were going all the distance in this mock Draft, I'd definitely be adding Alexander Madison at some point. I think if you draft Dalvin Cook, you've got to take Madison to get that insurance. All right, last pick around two. Zach, your first team took Jonathan Taylor with the first overall pick. Who you you adding here?
1: I think I'm going to go with a wide receiver here. I'm going to go Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Newly acquired, you know, with the Las Vegas Raiders. He was wide receiver two last season. Projected wide receiver four this year. You know, last year with the Packers, he was number one in target rate last season, third in red zone targets. And he has that chemistry with Derek Carr, so I expect a huge – Another big year for him, and the Raiders are very pass-heavy offense already. So
0: Yeah, I'm with Josh
1: McDaniels being
0: there, I'm just super against Josh Jacobs this year. I think all those Raiders pass catchers, I don't necessarily know how the targets are going to play out, but all of them are going to score points. So that concludes round two. So, Zach, it is actually back to you. You've got the back-to-back it, with your first team. You've got Taylor. You've now got Adams. Who you like here?
1: I'm going to go with a tight end here, Travis Kelsey. First tight end off the board. Yes, sir. He was uh, not tight end one for the first time last year. He was tight end two. He uh, has topped 1,000 yards in each of his past six seasons. It's insane. So, and with Tyreek Hill gone, I mean, you got to expect his targets to go up maybe. So I'm expecting a big year out of Travis Kelsey here. Okay. Travis Kelsey, first tight end off the board
0: so that leads back to me i've got christian mccaffrey i've got dalvin cook and believe it or not i'm actually going running back again i'm I'm giving no mind to the positions that i've got i'm stashing this guy in my flex and i'm taking javante williams i think out of anybody that's left i think he has the most upside to finish top five at his position uh if you look at all the advanced metrics last season like broken tackle rate broken tackle per carry stuff like that he grayed out insane in all of it and If you look at the offseason and the timeline of how things happened, the Broncos didn't exactly make it a priority to sign Melvin Gordon. They kind of sat around and waited and saw that nobody wanted him and was like, yeah, we'll take you back. So I don't see Melvin Gordon being as big a threat. Javante Williams definitely has top five upside for that reason, and he is my third-round pick right here. All right, Marcus, your next pick. You've got Henry and Fournette on this roster. Are you going with another running back? Or are you switching
2: up? I am not. I'm switching it up. I'm going to go with Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. and he was fifth in targets last year, which I expect to be. I mean, I expect him like at least third. And uh, the Bills were the third highest scoring offense in the league last year, but I believe they're going to be first this year because I think Josh Allen definitely has something to prove, and I'm expecting an MVP season out of him which I just see Stefan Diggs' numbers just keep going up.
0: Yeah, so. Diggs, definitely Allen's primary target. Uh, I'm not buying into the Gabe Davis hype, so no. definitely like that Diggs pick here at pick number 15 overall. All right, so Marcus, you actually have the back-to-back, but this is with your second team. You've actually gone receiver, receiver with this second team mm-hmm. cup and chase so far, so you go in receiver again.
2: Are you switching it up? I'm switching it up. I'm going to go with Kamara, which I – hope that we don't see a suspension this year. Yeah, we're
0: assuming no suspension.
2: Okay, then definitely Kamara here. He had the largest target share among running backs last season. And with Jameis Winston as your quarterback, I expect a lot of runs and a lot of short passes You're saying they're not going to let Jameis throw it all over the yard? I I wouldn't unless you want (laughs) to see nine interceptions a game. But (laughs) but I'm definitely going to go with Kamara here, and I think it's a smart pick. Okay,
0: all right. Zach, that brings it on to your second team. You've got running back, running back so far with Eckler and Mixon. Again, I'll ask the same question: You going with a third running back, or are you
1: switching it up? Switching it up. I think the easy pick here, especially with my two running backs, CD Lamb. Uh, they don't have Amari Cooper anymore, so his targets are, should go way up, in my opinion. You know, Amari Cooper with the Browns now, and I just feel like CD Lamb is uh, expecting to have a big year. So. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I totally see it. Amari Cooper big target share last year in Dallas, so it's CD Lamb that's really been the only thing holding his him back is the targets. So. Uh, Definitely good value there with CD. All right, now it comes to my second team. I've got a receiver and a running back so far, Justin Jefferson and Najee Harris. I'm really shocked this guy fell to me, like really, really shocked. I'm going to take Aaron Jones, um, which might seem a little bit outside the box, but I love Aaron Jones this year. He's one of the guys I'm really the highest on. Uh, 22 points per game last season when Devontae Adams was out. And I know people are concerned about A.J. Dillon, but when you do the research, Jones actually averages more points when Dylan's active. So, uh, and it's because he gets more targets. He may be getting less of the carries, but you know AJ Dylan and his two hundred fifty pound self ain't out there catching passes. So you're going to get the targets for Aaron Jones. Definitely excited to get him here at the end of round three. Let's take a quick break, and then we will start with round four. If you like all of the stats that you are hearing in this episode and you are wondering where can I have access to those? Well, you are in luck. Head to patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. It is all available and more in my 2022 fantasy football draft guide. Only $3 a month to subscribe to my Patreon and it will pay for itself with this draft guide. It's got all the information that you're hearing and more. So head on over to patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. It is the draft guide that will help you win your league this season. All right, so that is bringing us to the start of round four. It's back to me again with the team that has Jefferson, Harris, and now Jones. And I'm going to be adding DeAndre Swift to this one.
2: So, Michael, why do you think DeAndre Swift fell so far?
0: Well... Probably because he's a Detroit Lion. (laughs) Um, And I think that, you know, it's just not a team that people expect to score a lot of points, especially while Jared Goff is their quarterback. But that actually bodes well for Swift. He's a receiving running back. He gets a lot of his points through the air. Uh, And if they're trailing, you know, get those little check downs. It don't matter if it's garbage time or the two-minute drill. You know, fantasy points are all the same. So uh, I'm going to take Swift here with confidence at pick number 19 overall. All right. Zach, it is back to your second team. You've got two running backs and a receiver on this one. Where are you going for this pick?
1: I'm taking that dual-threat guy, Debo Samuel. Okay. He might as well be listed as a running back sometimes. Yeah, but... if,
0: if he got both positions on all fantasy sites, I think that increases value. But oh, he
1: def- I mean, he should, in my opinion. But yeah. uh, Finished as wide receiver three last year, largely due to you know, his production from the running back spot. And he was first in yards per target last season. So, but the 49ers are a little unpredictable this year. New quarterback, new OC, but I think Debo can come have a big year this year. Yeah, he's definitely the one constant, the one guy that you know is still
0: sticking around that was a big part of their success last year. All right, Marcus, it is now to your second team. You got Cup, you got Chase, you got Kamara, so you can really go anywhere here with this pick. Where are you
2: going? I'm gonna go with Mister Tyreek Hill here, and uh, he was wide receiver six last season with Kansas City, of course, and now he's in Miami, which is a little scary with Tua, but. I think they're going to get creative with him. I think there are going to be a lot of short passes, and we know what he can do in the open field, so I'm not too nervous about yeah, so that. Yes, you're pick. not
0: worried about all the two underthrows throws they're talking uh, about on social if media? If they keep
2: it short, he shouldn't have a problem. But, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, but they're saying he has chemistry already. So
0: Definitely high upside pick there with also a lot of risk, but yeah, yeah definitely. So we're now in the second half of round three. Marcus, you've got the back-to-back without being on the same team. Back to your first team, you've got Henry Fournette and Diggs, so you can really go anywhere with this pick. Who are you thinking?
2: I'm going to go with Mark Andrews here, who was tight end one last year, and I expect the same thing. But, um, you know, now that they lost Hollywood Brown, I expect Andrews to even get more targets, and I think Lamar needs them as much as he ever has because – you know, Lamar, Quarterback's best friend's a good tight end. Yeah, and Lamar deep ball is not the most accurate thing in the world, so I expect Mark Andrews to get a lot of targets here. Okay, there you have it, Mark Andrews. So it is now
0: back to my first team that has three running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and Javante Williams. And I'm actually going to go a little bit down the board here. I'm going to take a receiver with this pick. I'm going to be taking A.J. Brown in Philly. Um uh, I think I just see so much upside with Brown. I think that Philly offense with Hurts, there's a lot of potential. Um, I'm not really worried about the running backs getting a lot of targets or a lot of touchdowns. I think they're going to have to throw or just be Jay when Hurts running all over the place. And I just think if A.J. Brown sees the same target share, the same type of targets that he did in Tennessee, he's going to be more successful here in Philly because he's got a better quarterback, got a better offense around him. I just think the upside is incredible for A.J. Brown. All right, so that brings us over to Zach's first team. You've got a running back, a receiver, Tita, and a tight end, Taylor Adams and Kelsey. So you can literally, literally, literally go anywhere
1: here with this pick. Who you want? I'm going to go running back here. I'm going to take uh, Nick Chubb with the Browns. You know, there's, just, there's a lot of question marks with the Browns this year with the Deshaun Watson suspension and everything. But I feel like Nick Chubb can still dominate. He's a great downhill runner. So I'm just going to go with Nick Chubb. I feel like he's going to have a decent year, even with all the questions in there.
0: All right, that concludes round four. Coming back to Zach, you've got the back-to-back here at the start of round five. You just took Chubb. Who are you adding to that roster?
1: We're going to add Keenan Allen, wide receiver chargers. First last year in total route wins in the NFL. That man is always open. You might as well call him a 7-11. <laughs> but uh, I just feel like Justin Herbert is going to have a huge year this year, and he's going to give it to the open guys. And Keenan Allen always being open is going to be have a huge year this year. Okay, so you say Justin Herbert's
0: going to have a huge year, potential stack potential right there oh, with Keenan Allen? for sure, okay. for sure. Okay. All right, coming back to me, this team has McCaffrey, Cook, Williams, and Brown, and I am going to be looking at the tight end position. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts. Uh, I just think when you look at last season, the fact that he only scored one touchdown is just mind-boggling. and, and It wasn't even in America. It was in London. <laughs> so, you know, if he has a just a normal tight end amount of touchdowns, he's going to have a great fantasy season, and I definitely think he's going to pay off the price tag at tight end three. And I don't care about the low quarterback play. It's going to be Ritter or Mariota. But, I mean, just if you're a bad quarterback, why would you not throw to your freakishly athletic tight end who's going to be open all the time? So, uh, Kyle Pitts here at the start of round five. All right, Marcus, coming back to your first team, you've got Henry Fournette, Diggs, and Andrews. So you can legitimately go in any direction you want to right here. Where are you headed?
2: Well, I'm going to take a quarterback, actually. I'm going to take Josh Allen. First one off the board. Yeah, QB won last year, and I expect an even better season this year. I expect MVP, and I think that Bill's offense is going to be even more efficient this year. And And now
0: you've created the Diggs-Allen
2: stack. And he he had no games under 15 points last year, so I don't feel like I can go wrong there.
0: All right, Marcus, you are up again this time with your second team. You've got Cup, Chase, Kamara, and Hill. So I know you're probably not going wide receiver, but your options are open pretty much other than that. What, it, what you thinking?
2: I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley here. You know, It's his first fully healthy season, so I think his upside is very high. And he's got a new player – I mean, a new offensive coordinator with Brian DeBall. DeBall, Dable, I Dable. think. Close enough. It. Close oh, enough. Okay. And, um, you know, they improved their offensive line, so I think – think this is a safe pick here
0: yeah drafting evan Neal fourth overall definitely uh, would make a running back very happy so um yeah i actually really like saquon i think he's got a lot of upside and i think you're getting good value for him right there where you got him all right zach it is up to you again you've got Eckler, Mixon, lamb and samuel so if you take a running back or receiver it'll go to your flex and tight end and quarterback are still open what you thinking
1: i'm gonna go david montgomery here um he's second in snap share among all running backs last year I mean he's not the Bears is always question marks you expect expect their offensive line to be a little better this year but uh, I'm gonna go David Montgomery here hopefully you have a good year
0: yeah I mean I think he's just he's got a complete lack of competition I mean Khalil Herbert really the only backup there that is even like noteworthy and I mean it's not like the Bears are gonna let Justin Fields throw it 50 times a game so exactly. um, yeah solid pick with Montgomery right there All right, now I have got the back end of the round here. It is back to my second team. I've got Jefferson, Harris, Jones, and Swift, so I know I cannot go running back right here. Uh, Fortunately, I do see a receiver a little down the board that I like a lot, and that is D.J. Moore, the Carolina Panther. Yeah, so what I like about Moore is I think just the quarterback play upside is just it's so there this year. Um, I've always been a backer of Baker Mayfield, I think when you look back at Baker's 2020 season, he was top 10 in deep ball accuracy. And DJ Moore last year, because of such poor quarterback play, he was fourth in unrealized air yards, which means that quarterbacks were just missing him. And pretty much if you total up all those yards of when quarterbacks missed him, it was fourth in the league. So I think Baker, with the upgrade over Sam Darnold, I think Moore has that top 10, top five upside, and I'm very happy here to take him at the end of round five. All right, so that is the end of round five. Now we're starting round six and I will mention uh, the rules on positions. We're not doing kickers. We're not doing defenses and we are going to fill out our starting lineup. So every team is going to have a quarterback and a tight end. So while that may give an inaccurate picture of what number overall pick they're taking, I'll make sure to mention what pick they are at their position taken. So Josh Allen has been the only quarterback taken so far and I am actually going to take one right here at the start of round six. I'm going to add Patrick Mahomes uh, you know he's been quarterback one before he is the ultimate inconsistency in terms of fantasy quarterback production he hasn't been lower than quarterback four in points per game since he has been a starter so uh, I think I just think that he's the second best quarterback behind Allen I really would have loved if Allen had fallen to me thanks Marcus uh, but I like Mahomes here at the start of round six all right Zach it is back to you this is with your second team. You've got Eckler, Mixon, Lamb, Samuel, and Montgomery. So you can really go pretty much anywhere. No quarterbacks or tight ends on this team. What
1: you thinking? I'm actually gonna take a Pittsburgh Steeler here, Deontay Johnson. Uh, second in targets and fourth and target share last year. Juju is not there anymore. I mean, there's a question at the quarterback position, but. I think it's gonna I think he can still have a big year here and I'm gonna go Deontay Johnson.
0: Yeah, I think no matter who
1: the quarterback is, I think they're gonna be better than the corpse of big Ben that was out there last year. So
0: uh yeah, solid pick with Deontay Johnson. All right, Marcus, it is back to your second team. This is the team that has Cup Chase Kamara Hill and Barkley. So, what you thinking about here?
2: Mike Evans hasn't been picked, has he? He has not. Okay, I'm gonna go Mike Evans here. You know, He's a, wide, he's a touchdown wide receiver, so at the end of the day, he's going to get me points regardless, and I just, you know, I believe in Tom Brady a little bit still, so.
0: Yeah, I'm not the biggest believer in Tom Brady, but I, I definitely think Evan's following all the way here. I definitely think that's still good value.
2: I was sort of surprised.
0: Okay, so that brings us to the second pick of your pseudo back-to-back here. Marcus, this is with your first team that has Henry, Fournette, Diggs, Andrews, and Allen. So both the quarterback and tight end positions are filled. So I'd assume you're going running back or receiver?
2: I'm going to go receiver here with Michael Pittman Jr. Ah, solid pick. Yeah, and uh, he was 14th in targets last year, and that was with Carson Wentz. So I, I expect that to be a little higher with Matt Ryan. And the Colts didn't add anybody to compete with him, so... I think he's gonna have plenty of targets
0: uh, I think that's a definitely a good high upside pick there he that kid just continues to get better every year he's in the league
2: oh yeah definitely
0: so now it is coming back to me this is the team that has McCaffrey, Cook, Williams, Brown, and Pitts so I really need a receiver and fortunately for me I really like one of the receivers that's near the top of the board I'm gonna go with T. Higgins I think that when you look at T. Higgins last season he really turned it on in the second half of the year and I definitely think that the target share between him and Chase is going to even out a bit more this year. Uh, if you heard me earlier, I'm not high on Jamar Chase at all. So I think that Higgins is going to see more targets. I think he's going to find the end zone a little bit more as teams look to kind of stifle Jamar Chase a little bit. So I definitely like Higgins right here at this value. All right. Back to Zach's first team. Zach, you have Taylor, Adams, Kelsey, Chubb, and Allen. No quarterback and two running backs, two receivers. So you could take a flex. You could take a quarterback. What you thinking?
1: We're going to add a quarterback here. We're going to go Justin Herbert and make it, complete that stack You know, with Keenan Allen. He finished quarterback three last season. No games under 15 points. That's crazy. That's great for a quarterback. 5,000-yard club last season. They're in a tough division, so every game should be competitive, and they'll be throwing the ball a lot. So yeah. gonna, Justin Herbert.
0: Yeah, another thing, too. His coach always goes for it on fourth down, so you're going to get those oh. extra attempts <laughs> that, <laughs> that nobody else is getting with Justin Herbert. All right, so that brings us to the start of round seven. And like I said, we're going to have a quarterback and a tight end in our starting lineup. So if you don't have one now, you might want to start thinking about one. Zach, your first team actually has both since you just took Herbert. You've got Herbert and Kelsey. You've got two running backs and two receivers, so this is for your flex.
1: Who you want? We'll go Cam Akers here. Um, still with the Rams. Sony Michelle is not with the Rams. So I think Cam Akers' workload is going to increase this year. He had a huge workload in the playoffs last year so. I expect it to be more of the same. Yeah, I mean, they ran the snot out of him
0: in the playoffs, so I could totally see him getting that same workload. All right, coming back to my first team, which has a tight end, Kyle Pitts. It also has two, no, three running backs in McCaffrey, Cook, and Williams, and two receivers in Brown and Higgins. So I really need a quarterback here, and I'm going to go ahead and go with Lamar Jackson. Obviously, Lamar does not have the same upside as the big three, uh, Herbert, Mahomes, and Allen. I really like those three. I wish I could have gotten one of those three. But anyway, I really like Lamar as here as the fourth quarterback. He did not finish a game with less than 17 fantasy points last season. I just think with when you combine the legs and the arm, I think he has more upside than any other quarterback still available and will gladly take him here at this selection. All right, Marcus, that brings it over to your first team. You do have Allen at quarterback. You do have Andrews at tight end. You have two running backs, Henry and Fournette, and two receivers in Diggs and Pittman. So you can go anywhere here. This is your true flex option. Who you want?
2: Okay, I'm skipping over a few running backs here and going with Travis Etienne. And uh, I just think he's the best option here because of the upside. I think the Jaguars are actually going to be competent or somewhat competent this year. And Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's still young, so he's still going to have a lot of checkdowns. And Doug Peterson said that they're going to use him like Debo Samuels this year, so...
0: Yeah, when that name Debo Samuels evoke, that's a guy you want on your roster for sure. For
2: sure, definitely.
0: So, Marcus, that now brings us to your second team. This team is notably without a quarterback or tight end, so you're going to have to go one of those two here. Who do you want?
2: I'm going with my guy Jalen Hurts here, actually. Okay. Skipping over Joe Burrow and a few others. But, uh, you know, with A.J. Brown, I think this offense is going to be a lot better and see a lot more production. And he only had two games under 15 points, so – a lot better this
0: year. Yeah, and the leg's always a threat with Jalen Hurts, too. Definitely. So, Zach, does that affect your thinking here now that that quarterback is gone? Because you
1: do need a quarterback or a tight end with this pick? I'm actually going to take Joe, Joe Burrow since Marcus skipped over him. Uh, you know, he sacked the most in the league last year. They added a couple pieces on the offensive line. He led the NFL in yards per attempt, so I'm expecting... A little bit better year for Joe Burrow. So I'm going to go with Joe Burrow here.
0: So that means that every team in this draft now has a quarterback. So the in order, the six quarterbacks drafted were Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, little chalky on the first three, Lamar Jackson, then J1 Hurts, and then Joe Burrow. So notably, none of us took Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess we all share the same concern with Call of Duty Kyler. Yes, all field issues, you just
2: know, <laughs> never know what that guy. He's so good at the beginning of the season then halfway through, it just falls
0: apart. Yeah, it's because Call of Duty comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, if I could get week one to four Kyler Murray, I'd probably take him as the first quarterback off the board. But, I mean, he's done it, what, two or three years in a row now where he just comes out of the season insanely hot and then just kind of fades down the stretch. And and went last
1: game was sad. Went, I from, sad. Yeah, yeah. It went from 32 fantasy points per game down to 21.5. So, it's, you know, huge drop off there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so
0: – all of us staying away from Kyler Murray. Inter- interesting. I thought somebody would be on him So that now brings me to my second team. I currently have a quarterback and no tight end on this team. So that makes it really easy to slide in one George Kittle. So uh, George Kittle has pretty much been an elite level fantasy tight end since he came into the league. Uh, health has been the main concern, but he looks like he's finally healthy. He set a career high in touchdowns last year and I think that with Trey Lance, I think this offense has a lot of upside. Like I, I've never been a huge Jimmy G supporter. So Trey Lance, like I, I find it hard to believe that he's worse than Jimmy G. Like Kyle Shanahan saw Trey Lance in college, traded all the way up to three, giving up all that draft capital to get him. I, I think that's going to pay off for him this year. So going with Kittle right here at the end of round seven. If you like all of the stats that you are hearing in this episode and you are wondering, where can I have access to those? Well, you are in luck. Head to patreon.com slash Mike's It is all available and more in my 2022 fantasy football draft guide. Only $3 a month to subscribe to my Patreon and it will pay for itself with this draft guide. It's got all the information that you're hearing and more. So head on over to patreon.com slash Mike's It is the draft guide that will help you win your league this season. So that now brings us to the final round. So with the selection of George Kittle, that now fills out this team's starting lineup. And so I can go any direction here. So I'm just going to go best player on the board, in my opinion. I'm going to go with James Conner in Arizona. So if you look at games where Chase Edmonds was out last season, he was outstanding. Um, Chase Edmonds, obviously a Dolphin now. But my one concern with Connor is he scored touchdowns at an insane rate last season. I don't know necessarily if he's going to be able to keep that up. But right here at the start of round eight, I don't think he has to keep that up to be a good value. So I definitely like the value I'm getting here with Connor. I definitely would rather have him than Antonio Gibson or J.K. Dobbins. I feel like he's just a much safer pick than either of those two options. So that rounds out team two for me. So Zach, back to your team two. You currently have every position except tight end filled out. So you got to go with one here.
1: Who you want? I'm actually going to skip over a couple guys here, and I'm going to go Dalton Schultz. Interesting. Um, you know, Waller and Hawkinson look good, but I just feel like Schultz this year is going to have a big year. Amari Cooper has gone. That's 104 targets that are no longer there. Somebody's got to get them. Uh, Dak Prescott to Dalton Schultz was the highest quarterback rating of any quarterback tight end duo, so they're effective together an insane stat and crazy so I'm gonna go Dalton Schultz here to finish out that team okay so
0: that rounds out your second team which brings it Marcus to you
2: you also need a tight end here in this last round I I do and I'm gonna go with uh TJ Hawkinson here over Waller actually and uh the reason being that you know Raiders got Devontae Adams now so that means less targets for Mr. Waller there and T.J. Hawkinson had the same amount of uh, points per game as Waller did last year. Yeah, they both played through injuries and same points per game total for both of them. So,
0: yeah, I actually really like that pick. I, I'm not high on Darren Waller this year. Um, I think, you know, while we all obviously trust the talent level, uh, the targets, the competition for targets with Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro there, I just I don't see him getting the same target share that he's had the past few years.
2: Definitely.
0: So that means that our six tight ends drafted in order in this draft were Kelsey, Andrews, Pitts, Kittle, and then Schultz, and then Hawkinson, which leaves Waller out off the board, also leaves Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard off the board. All right, so now Marcus, back to your first team, which can go at any position here because you have your quarterback Josh Allen and your tight end Mark Andrews. So you can go anywhere here, so pretty much best player available wherever you want to go. Who are you tagging?
2: I'm going to go with Jalen Waddle here.
0: He's kind of slid to this point.
2: Yeah, I know. A lot of people are nervous because of the Tyreek Hill acquisition, but Tua is still going to be throwing a lot of checkdowns, a lot of short passes, and I think Waddle st- still see a good amount of those, and I think he's going to end up more in that Debo Samuel role.
0: Yeah, Mike McDaniel coming over from San Francisco. If Waddle is used like Debo Samuel, this is an absolute steal at this point in the draft. I'm hoping so. All right, so that brings it now to the last pick for my first team. And I do have my quarterback in Lamar Jackson. I do have my tight end in Kyle Pitts. So I can go pretty much wherever I want to go here, best player available. And I'm going to go a little outside the box here, guys. I'm going to go Amon ra St. Brown of the Detroit Lions, not just because it's fun to say, not just because (laughs) he's on hard knocks, But if you look at his performance over the second half of last season, he was just incredible. And top six receiver over the second half of last season. Obviously, I don't think it's reasonable for him to be top six for a full season. But just looking at where we're at right now, I like him more than the other receivers that are at the top of the board. And I really like him more than the running backs that are available at the top of the board. The running backs is looking kind of suspect right now. So I'm going to go with Amon Ross St. Brown here to close out this team. Which brings it to the last pick of this mock draft. Zach. You've got your quarterback in Justin Herbert. You've got your tight end in Travis Kelsey, so you can go
1: anywhere here with this last pick. Who you got? I'm going to go Cortland Sutton. Uh, you know, Jerry Judy's higher on a lot of people's big boards, but I think Cutlin, Cortland Sutton, you know, I think he has the edge over him. And they also lost Tim Patrick, so there's a lot of targets there that he's going to need to pick up. And they have a morally, uh passer this year in Russell Wilson. So I just feel like Cortland Sutton's going to have a big year here.
0: Yeah, Courtland Sutton, the deep ball guy, getting one of the best deep ball quarterbacks in Russell Wilson. I actually, I really considered Courtland Sutton when I took Amon Ross. So a very solid selection there to close out the draft. So let's end this up by talking about some of the guys that are still available at the top of the board and talk about, you know, how these teams ended up and see who's got the best outlook. So, at the end of this draft, this guy slid down the board a whole lot. He's ranked 26th on ESPN, and none of us took him in a 48-player draft.
1: And that is Antonio Gibson. Mm. So, why did we all stay away from the Washington football player? There's just too many questions there, I think, about the workload. Who's going to get the workload? Who's going to get the carries? It's just too many questions up in the air.
0: Yeah, and, you know, them getting Carson Wentz, it might be an upgrade at quarterback from Taylor Heineke, but if it's an upgrading quarterback, does that really even benefit Gibson? I, I, I don't know. I mean, he's got J.D. McKissick to compete with for passing down work. He's got Brian Robinson Jr. to compete with for, you know, every down and goal line work. So, you know, just – I totally get why all of us stayed away. I definitely wasn't going to take him in the top 48
2: picks, in my opinion. And I just question the whole Washington football team. When I mean, you have so. to. You <laughs> have to. <laughs> yeah, that's an offense – I don't
0: think a single Washington <laughs> commander was taken in this draft. So, you know, kind of evidence of that. Um Another one that we all stayed away from, the top receiver left on the board is D.K. Metcalf. So can we just sum it up in two words, Drew Locke? That's exactly.
2: exactly what it
0: is. it is. Yeah, I mean, D.K. Metcalf, if Russell Wilson was his quarterback, I think we'd all be all over him. He's, he's been an outstanding NFL receiver in three seasons, but you know, getting that downgrading quarterback, Drew Locke is not the deep ball quarterback that Russell Wilson is. I just I don't trust that production there um, with D.K. Metcalf. So two more names that were not taken that I thought seriously had a chance to be taken. Kind of the same category here. Chris Godwin coming off the torn ACL and DeAndre Hopkins coming off the six-game suspension. None of us wanted to take a chance on Hopkins?
1: Well, you know, you're missing six games out there. He's going to have a huge year when he comes back probably, but it's just tough when you're taking a receiver high and you're missing the first six games already.
2: Yeah, might also be scared of, and he comes back, that's when Kyle Murray seems to slip.
0: Too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he's s- yeah. So. yeah,
0: he's getting second-half Kyle, like yeah. <laughs> Kyle. Call of Duty Murray. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so those were the guys that were pretty much at the top of the board here at the end. Um, another one notable that I think we all stayed away from,
2: Josh Jacobs. I just don't see him getting the touches now. That offense. It's so loaded in the past game. It's just... He's had injury issues too, has he not? Or... I believe
0: he does. And also Josh McDaniels, the new OC, new well head coach and offensive coordinator. He's openly talked about having a running back committee with him and Kenyon Drake. And I mean Kenyon Drake's a solid NFL player. Oh Kenyon Drake's great. So let's reverse it now. Instead of talking about guys that we stayed away from, is there anybody that was kind of further down the board, maybe that you thought about taking here today?
1: Zach? Uh you can go Ezekiel Elliott. You know, he's a great player, but Tony Pollard. he sums it up in two words. You know, you, feel, you don't know what it's going to be like there. Tony Pollard just plays with so much, like, explosiveness, so he might get more touches this year. But Ezekiel Elliott was definitely on my mind.
0: Yeah, I think when you look at the two of them, in terms of their production per touch, I think Pollard is a more explosive player. But Zeke's still going to be, you know, if he's still going to be the workhorse that he has been the past five years, I definitely think he merits a mention like we had here. All right, Mark. Is there anybody you wanted to take?
2: Uh, it was Michael Thomas. I was pretty close to taking him at the end because I think he's still he's still so good. He's still, a lot left in the tank. You know, there's a lot of questions with that whole Saints offense, but he was too good to not take eventually. So
0: yeah, I, that can be boom or bust. Yeah. Um. He's never played a game without Drew Brees as his starting quarterback. I believe so. Um, you know, just or Sean Payton, right? Slant yeah.
1: slant king though, so it's easier out yeah. to run, so we'll see. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jameis
0: can get him the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> exactly. Hey, even a bad NFL quarterback can hit a slant. So um the guy that I was thinking of, and I really, really thought he was going to be taken, was Amari Cooper. Um, you know, kind of walking into that number one wide receiver role in Cleveland. You know, whatever your opinion is on the Deshaun Watson suspension, you can't tell me that it's not gonna help. Cooper's production the second half of the season oh yeah, and you know as many targets as he saw in Dallas I think him and CD were pretty much kind of just boxing each other out from being a top five receiver so maybe with Amari Cooper getting that spotlight and rolling Cleveland maybe he definitely has a chance to break through this year and um, get top 10 top five of the position another guy I liked that I was really really close to taking was Mike Williams Um, I think that when you look at Los Angeles Keenan Allen is safe as an option as he is is he the same player he used to be
1: Mm. Up there in age. Yeah, he's going up there. So and Mike Williams, he's that deep ball threat too.
0: Yeah, and you know, another year of Justin Herbert. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, Mike Williams definitely a high upside option and I, I definitely consider taking him here. All right, now I think Juju, you
2: could say Juju could have been picked too.
0: Oh absolutely. as much targets are open in Kansas City. Uh, and especially, you know, you, you follow any of the reporters, everybody's all over him in the Kansas City market. Like, they're they're speaking really highly of him. And, you know, if just some of those Tyreek Hill targets go his way. He can have a successful season. That I think,
2: doesn't but, look happy with the Juju.
1: I mean, uh, the, 53% of the targets are gone. But, I mean, I think Juju will have a good year. I wouldn't have taken him in this draft, but he will be in one of the next few picks for sure.
0: So you're saying, like, a, you know, this was obviously a six-team draft. So, like, we took 48 picks. So you're saying Juju may be in the – 50 60 60 range for sure, yeah. Okay, so let's now do the evaluation. Everybody's got their teams, so let's go through and see what everybody has got here at the end. So, Zach, your first team, first overall pick, you had Jonathan Taylor, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, Nick Chubb, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, Cam Akers, and Cortland Sutton. My first team with the second overall pick was Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Javante Williams, A.J. Brown, Kyle Pitts, T. Higgins, Lamar Jackson, and Amon Ra St. Brown. Marcus's first team with the third pick was Derek Henry, Leonard Fournette, Stefan Diggs, Mark Andrews, Josh Allen, Michael Pittman, Travis Etienne, and Jalen Waddell. Marcus, your second team with the fourth pick was Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, Saquon Barkley, Mike Evans, Jalen Hurts, and T.J. Hawkinson. Zach's second team was Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, C.D. Lamb, Debo Samuel, David Montgomery, Deontay Johnson, Joe Burrow, and Dalton Schultz. And then my second team with the last pick in the first round was Justin Jefferson, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift, DJ Moore, Patrick Mahomes, George Kittle, and James Connor.
1: Okay, so Zach, let's start with you. Team one or team two for you? Gonna go team one here. You know, you got Taylor, Adams, Travis Kelsey, then you got the Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert stack. Also, you know, Nick Chubb going to be a huge role this year with the questions at quarterback there. So I like my uh, first team a lot better. Okay.
2: Marcus, how about you? I'm going to go team two here. It's uh, more of a gamble, but if it pays out with Jalen Hurts and Chase and Kamara and Hill, I think uh, that team would have a pretty good chance of being the best team here. So.
0: Okay. And I'm actually going to join Marcus. I like my second team as well. I really like being able to get Justin Jefferson at the end of round one. I was shocked that Aaron Jones fell to me at the end of round three. I really like the quarterback I picked in Mahomes, and I really like the upside that DJ Moore's got that I got at the end of round five as well. All right, so we've all picked which individual team we like the best. In terms of ranking it one through six, we don't have all day, y'all. So uh, we will not do that here on the pod. However, we will let you as the listener decide. Um, So that concludes the 2022 Mock Draft Special. Zach, Marcus, thank you all for joining
2: me. Yeah, thank you for having us. fun. Thank you.
0: Yes, definitely a great time. Definitely great to have you all here. Um, Hopefully this tool will help you going into your leagues this season for both of you all and the listeners. Um, Definitely enjoyed it a lot. Hope you got something out of listening. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next episode.